0: What is going on, good people? I am Philip. And I'm Carrie. And you are tuned in to another episode of Relatively, relatively unknown. unknown. Listen, this show is all about relatively unknown people who are doing awesome and amazing things. Today, we got a lot planned for you as we do have a special guest mastermind today. And listen, when I tell you, when I tell you, it is going to be amazing and there are so many gems and nuggets inside of that thing. Look, you are going to mm-hmm. want to go ahead and, you know, get get your pen and pencil out, baby. Okay, well,
1: you, you got us all, like, tantalized now and, you know, you're just going to leave us right there. Then,
0: well, it's just you're not
1: going to really tell us. It's, it's, it's kind of like a soap opera. You got to
2: wait till it, the you, end. You
0: got to wait till the end so that you can kind of get the things that you need. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But listen, before we move on anymore, I, I, I got to, you know. Look at this fine specimen of a woman over here, and just how are you doing today, girly girl, woman of the hour, my fine specimen of unbelievableness? Um, Why are you looking me crazy? I'm <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, well. How are you?
0: I, I I'm doing quite well. I'm doing quite well. How is your week going?
1: It's been busy, but it's been good. Well,
0: that's what I I'm hope talking yours about.
1: has been a good week
0: too. Week has been week has been good. Got um a lot going on, obviously. Um didn't have any classes this week, but I got a lot of behind the scenes stuff that that I, I got going on. Mm-hmm. And um and that's been that's been keeping me super, super busy.
1: And even more important, we uh, had a child who celebrated a birthday this week. Yeah. So um, yeah, yeah, it was Zoe's born day on two or Thursday. Um so yeah. And, and, a little and, 16-ish.
0: And, and and the and the crazy thing, the crazy thing about about Zoe's birthday is not only she's 16, but my brother also has a daughter who was born on the same exact—what was in the water on, on, you know?
1: Well, it was a different year, but that same day. Yeah,
0: different year, but something's good about that time of year.
1: And Zoe's friend, her boyfriend. I think it's official now, so I don't think I'm out of line for saying that. Boyfriend? Yeah, you know she has a boyfriend. Um, it's his birthday too, so the three of them oh, hold share on the they, same birthday. It's, it's a boyfriend thing now. Yeah, it, yeah, it was just like friends, and then, but you know, it was it was strange. But yeah, now, now they're boyfriend and girlfriend.
0: Some so, somebody pray for me because I, I don't. That was
1: like two weeks ago, official. So mm, you're a little bit behind.
0: I'm I'm a little behind the times. I'm gonna have to have a conversation with that young man, especially now that it's official. You know, there's a lot of stuff actually going on inside of the news right now, hon. Um, one of the big things that, that I know it, um, has been going on is, you know, this whole thing um, in Memphis um, with with, you know, the, the police and, and the gentleman um, who, who was who was killed and whatnot. And, you know, here we go again. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it seems like, you know, we can't really get away from from that issue and, and, and it seems like when, is, is, as soon as things start to, to die down boom here we go again and, and let me just go ahead and say my, my condolences to the family first of all yeah, because yeah. you know you, you never want to see that happen you no, never want to no see that in, in, in the no news no matter how
1: that happens A- absolutely yeah.
0: absolutely so I, I just I, I would love to to know just from your perspective because I know you you are uh former law enforcement mm-hmm. um you know like what goes through your mind when you Continue to hear about things like like that.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, in all honesty, like with this particular situation, I've really intentionally um, not really connected, mm-hmm. so um, not really uh, in the know f- as far as the details go. Yeah. And I did that on on purpose. But you know, you you never want to hear about that. You know, I've heard some bits and pieces that perhaps one of the officers wife may have been romantically entangled. involved, enta- yeah. entangled. An, you just, you went... Th-
0: there was an entanglement. There was an entanglement. <laughs> you went Will Smith on us. Yes, yes. Some Will and Jada yes.
1: um, on us. So, um, you know, so the inappropriate use of power and authority in that situation um, perhaps, well, obviously very much carried away.
3: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Um, it's very disheartening. Yeah. Because you um, I know and believe yeah. that people don't get into that line of work yeah. for this to ever be the outcome. Right, like that's not ever the intent. Right, you know the whole um, idea of protecting and serving. Yeah, is you know uh, the driver.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: So um, it's just it's it's very unfortunate, and it's it's really you know, as former law enforcement, it's just really not palatable for me. And I think that's why I've just kind of stayed away from, from the details. Right.
3: Right. Um,
1: because it is, it is, it is painful. And, you know, when I got out of law enforcement, there was a lot of conflict at that time. And then that was right before the, um, unfortunate incident with George Floyd. Right. Um, so, it's just difficult.
0: Yeah, you know, it, it, it's so difficult. And, and you said something that I think is is critical, and that, that we really kind of need to lean into. You know, people don't get into that line of work for that yeah. to be the outcome. And 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 I, I would go out on a limb and say, you know, the large majority of people. I'm not going to say everybody because you know we can't we can't speak in absolutes. But I don't believe the large majority of people get into that line of work for that to be the Outcome. Yeah,
1: I think there's a common, like, misconception or mm-hmm. misperception that people who get in law enforcement have, like, an issue with wanting to be, you know, in power. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but having been on the HR side and the hiring process and just mm-hmm. the vetting process, you know, um, at least my agency, I can't speak for every, That's right. like you said. That's right, you can't, can't speak, speak in totality, in absolutes. right. Um, work really hard to weed those people out who may have character flaws that may lead towards the abuse of authority. Right. Um, You can't always do it. You can't always weed them all out. But there is uh, great efforts. Right. You know, as much as, you know, during the time that I was there, we were down double digit officers.
0: Wow. Wow.
1: um, Within the agency. But that didn't mean that we just went out and hired everybody that applied. Right. We still put everybody through the same process, right. which is, it's a lot of things. You, right. know? you know, it's uh, interviews yeah. and testing, yeah. uh, lie detector, yeah. you know, probing into your background. Yeah. Um, so you're, you're investigated at mm-hmm. great length mm-hmm. to ensure public safety from the beginning. Right. Mm-hmm. Right, because when you're put in th- those types of situation that law enforcement are going to face, mm-hmm. um, and you have stress and strain on you, whatever's in you, is gonna come out. Is gonna come out. Yeah. When a grape gets crushed, whatever on the inside is gonna come out. That's right. So, um, your character. It's a big deal will either make you or break you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, so, so let, let me, let me ask you just as, as you, as we talk about, cause you said, you, you know, you're in the HR process, you kind of seen how your agency kind of brought people in and you all did an amazing job in, in how, how you all brought people in and, you know, making certain that you had good solid people in the job because here, here's the interesting thing, you know, um, as, as as a black male, as an African American male, um, I understand sometimes the 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 challenges and issues that that we, and I'm just gonna speak in general from a cultural perspective, have had with with law enforcement. And and I'm just gonna be honest, you know, many times it's not it's not good. Mm-hmm. But the interesting thing for me, I know when when you got into law enforcement and the people that I, I met who were your colleagues. They were all just super good people from from my perspective. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't I don't necessarily remember meeting one of of the people that that you work with who were quote unquote bad people. You know what I'm saying? Who 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 like when I met them, I was like, I don't know about that one. Like, like literally, you know, we communicated, we talked, so on and so forth. We we had a good time. like 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 they were genuinely good people. And even when I see them today. They're genuinely good, good people, you know, and, and and I get it. I understand that, you know, that doesn't being a good person does not preclude anybody from being in a situation, you know, but but I, I I'm I'm of the belief that most people, when they wake up, they truly do wake up and say, you know what? Today I'm gonna have an amazing day. I wanna have a productive day. And after I have this productive day, guess what? I, I'm I'm gonna try to go home, be with yeah, my wanna, family. I wanna go
1: home. I, right. I, I wanna go home safe. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Exactly. You know, they're they're not saying, hey, you know, what can we do to cause, you know, to, to yeah, call I'm not people trying to, to
1: go kick tail today right. or anything like that. You know, um, but I think sometimes in the moment, again, yeah. it's it's about character. Yeah. Um, in the moment, in the heat of the moment, when your buttons are pushed. Yeah. Um and you're already scrutinized yeah and what a lot of people don't realize is there's more scrutiny sometimes on the inside than there even comes from the public eye
0: mm, yeah so
1: you know I I would always feel very supported when I went into the community and I was yeah. wearing uniform, you know people would thank me and things of that nature. but the culture on the inside, mm. you know um, is there's a lot of tension. Yeah. Because you you're clamoring over each other to try to get promotions and mm, you're you're competing against one another and you're testing and, and you know to to be the top dog to um acquire the next rank.
0: Right. And right. so
1: sometimes there is tension or distension right. within the ranks if That's you That's interesting.
0: That's interesting. Um
1: so you get you're getting the pressure from you know both, both sides. sides, yeah, both sides, yeah. and it so it makes it a very it's heavy mm. it, it's very heavy, and again, so if there's a crack in your foundation, yeah, under the weight of all that heaviness, internal, external, yeah, and then let's not forget about the pressures of at home, they're yeah. not making you know a trillion a bucks, yeah, and they're working. Crazy hours yeah. and multiple jobs just to make ends meet, et cetera. Um, weird shifts. Yeah. Um, dealing with trauma, seeing things that people, yeah. human beings shouldn't see or shouldn't see on a regular basis. Um, so you can imagine like if there's cracks in that foundation, it's it's gonna break. Yeah. At some point in time. And that's why um had a really good training where they were talking about the reason why they do four-year stints within the military. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's because of the traumatic experiences that you can can have okay. and the pressure that it places on the human psyche. Mm. And basically they, they have done research enough to know that after four years, that's about what you can have before wow. you need to have that period of rest, rejuvenation, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Counseling, you know, healing right. to take place. Right. But when we look at our law enforcement, although, you know, it, it it's apples and oranges. I understand. But there's still some similarities mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. in what, what you're experiencing and the pressures that you face.
0: Right. Ask yourself what's stopping you. Well listen, before you flip off this page, I got the answer for you. It's you. No, seriously. It's you. The thing that stops you and so many others is limiting beliefs. I've heard it said before, the things that you believe, you become. So what's a limiting belief? I'm glad you asked. A limiting belief is a state of mind or belief about yourself that restricts you in some way. It's kind of like making a false accusation against yourself and believing it. But how do you eliminate limiting beliefs? It's pretty easy. Believe something different. Remember what I said earlier, whatever you believe, you become so what are you believing
1: between the military and law enforcement um we have people that for decades that's what they do yeah and they go into that hostile environment in office out of office day in and day out
3: yeah
0: so let, let, let me ask you this because could, could, could you, you said something that i thought was interesting you know as we're talking about you know day in and day out this is what we do you know now um Outside of law enforcement and in and, and any job, you know, many times we go into a place where it's like day in and day out. This is what we do. You know, this week we just had Groundhog Day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we do the same thing over and over and over and again. And it can it can get to the place where um, the thing that you do over and over again, that is what becomes your your identity. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think sometimes that can be a good thing. Mm hmm. Sometimes that may not necessarily be a good thing is if that's how you identify who you are with. You know I'm so saying? I am filling the blank, right? I I, I wonder, and, and I would love to hear your thoughts. I I, I just wonder, do you think that thought process can carry into some of the things that, that we're seeing, you know, even going back to that mental psyche and things like that, you know, after the four year process that you were speaking about, it is, it could it be that, you know, people like, you know, I identify this, is this is who I am. Is that part of what, what's happening? You think in, in, in the mindset of, of people? And again, I'm not just talking about law enforcement. I'm talking about in general. Right.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of times we we do have a tendency to become whatever it is that we do. Yeah um but you know going back to your comment about groundhog day and doing the same thing day after day the difference between you know the office and the ceo is most people aren't making life or death split decisions
3: Mm, that's good yeah um
1: you know most people are not making decisions that potentially can impact someone else's life yeah greatly and you know taking that into consideration the weight of that too like you know when you put criminal charges on someone that how, you know, the whole snowball effect of what that can look like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so just that additional pressure. And I, and I do think that, you know, there there's a lot of training mm-hmm. and becoming to be put in that, that place and that mm-hmm. role. And mm-hmm. you do become uh, more vigilant or hyper vigilant than the average person mm-hmm. because your role is to protect and serve, and it's very hard to take that hat off. Right. Um, in fact, I can can recall a time when um, one of the children said to me, um, we're not inmates. Mm, wow. Because you know, yeah. the first part of my um, work at the sheriff's office was mm-hmm. working in the yeah, jail. Yeah, you are a jail
3: officer. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep.
1: And so just becoming very systematic regimented, you know, yep. giving direct commands, those sorts of things that you're trained to do. Yeah. Um, you can fall back into that. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. For 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 you, how e- even even after hearing a comment like that from our children, you know, yeah. h- how how did that play in your mental psyche? Like, was uh, it what was it a, like a wake up or like like where were you at in in that process? Yeah,
1: I mean, I was like, oh man, like I never want my kids to feel like you know I'm treating them as if they're imprisoned, right? Um, or that they don't have freedom or choices, right? And I didn't didn't want to be that. That you know, that's not that doesn't reflect the nurturing um, teachers, loving spirit that a, a parent needs to have, right? Right. You know, I just didn't want to be there giving direct commands for people to do this, do this, do that, right? You know. So it it was very much um, a wake up call for me.
0: Yeah. 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 And, and, and thinking about that, you know, I can only imagine, you know, other people in situations like that because because what you said, most people don't have jobs that are life and death. You know or what I mean? Not
1: even Im- so, or, or just making a. Like you're changing someone's you're changing somebody's life of their life. Absolutely. Now, you don't decide whether they're guilty or not, but right. you do have to apply to the law to their behaviors. Absolutely. And Absolutely. then the rest of it is up to a jury of their peers and a, a judge to decide in the criminal justice system that by the way is very skewed. Right. Um, to make <laughs> Right. That's a different, that's topic, a different topic for yeah, right. another time. Right. To make the decision, but you still know that you get that ball rolling. Yeah. You know, and you got to be on point. Mm -hmm. And we're human beings, but we are expected to be infallible.
3: Mm, Yeah, yeah. And,
1: you know, you've got the pressures from the agency who expects the same thing. Right. Because you're representing not only your agency, but you're representing your community, and you're representing every man and woman who wears a a badge.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, across the globe. And it's just, you know... If you, it can consume you.
0: Yeah, you know, and 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 that's that's what I'm hearing from you. You know, it it can consume it you can if you and, allow it, and and, mm-hmm. and if you, especially if you don't have places of respite where you can kind of take a step out, decompress, you know, have those sailout moments or what have you. I, I can only imagine if you don't
1: know how to do that in a healthy manner. Yeah, you don't have a healthy outlet. Yeah, to do it, or maybe you work so much just to make ends meet, you don't have. The leisure of time
0: yeah well especially going back to what you said you know um if 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 you're having to work additional jobs or or you know side jobs and things like that you know what i mean you know that i mean that people don't realize
1: that yeah like i might work a 12-hour shift
0: but then you go work another side job
1: pick up a side job now i have to most agencies have policies um, and, you know, if you're curious, you can always inquire with your, your local agencies to see what that is.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Where you can't work a side job, you can only work so many hours right. consecutively. Right. Um, or you're not fit. They don't consider you fit to work. So there are, there are a lot of safety measures, you right. know, policies in place to keep burnout from happening. Yeah. But, again, you know, just thinking about having to make life and death decisions constantly in a moment. Yeah. Um, having to make um, decisions that change people's, the trajectory of their lives. Right. Um, seeing traumatic events. Yeah. Death, accidents, suicides, you know. It's a big deal. Fight. I mean, it's, it's just a lot. It yeah. really is. Yeah. And so there are policies in place that, that are supposed to help with that. But, yeah. you know, then there's just real life. I mean, you know, things written on paper, they have the best of intents but they don't always meet the need for every situation either
0: family what's going on that is friends and family that's you listen i hope that you are enjoying today's episode of the podcast and y'all we got something amazing to share we realized that we needed a space a community for people to come together to learn to grow to catapult into your destiny guess what We got it. It's called The Runway. And you need to be there. It's an absolutely free community to you. So listen, if you feel stuck, if you know that there's more, if you have something on the inside that you want to contribute to other people, this is a community for you. Do me a favor right now. Go to the link in the bio called The Runway. Go ahead, click on that link inside of the bio. Once you click on that link, it'll take you to The Runway. Join today. It's absolutely free to you. Right. You can't
1: cover the whole gamut.
0: Right. You know, it, it it's interesting that, that we're kinda going going down this path because um, you know, one of the things that we're we, we want to talk about in this episode is just the power of community. Yeah. You know, it's it's interesting that, you know, we believe that that you're not you're not created to do things in in isolation. Yeah. You know we we believe that you know something happens together when when you can collectively come together. You know our faith says especially if we go back and we read inside of inside of our word it says you know we were not created to be alone and and, and a lot of times we equate that to marriage, but I believe and I know you do also that it's so much more than just marriage you know mm-hmm. being alone in isolation that is that's that's not a good thing you know mm-hmm. we we we've heard the statement before you know an idle mind is the enemy's playground or even going back in, in into, into incarceration you know one of the most heinous things you can do is put somebody in solitary confinement right yeah, they, people they, lose they, their, their mind. mind
1: completely decompensates and they do lose their mind and yeah. I, I mean i've like witnessed of seen seen it happen that a person is just a completely different person yeah. after having that di- that experience, whether for discipline or mm-hmm. for their safety. I mean, sometimes it's for their own safety right. because they've been threatened um, when you have, like, gangs and inter-gang yeah. wars and um, those sorts of things. But, you know, that was, you know, it's a great segue. Yeah. Um, really didn't know it was going to happen this way. But to be honest with you, it was the connection and the camaraderie, the team atmosphere that really drew me and kept me mm-hmm. – um, with law enforcement Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. that was very appealing to me was the connection. Um, and you're, you're connected for the mission, Mm -hmm. um, and the overall goal to do it together. But you're, you're also connected in sometimes it's just the unspoken shared traumatic experience. Right. Um, and the importance of the connectivity there, you know, for, um, another brother or sister, um, Wearing the badge to be able to keep you in check, you right. know whether you're in the midst of um, having personal issues at home, or there's something going on at the job, or even like in the throes um, of having to um, use force, right? To right. be able to keep keep your your teammate, your right. partner in check. Right. Now, I've been in those situations where it's a, a group of individuals having to use force. Right. Uh, to bring an individual to um, compliance mm-hmm. because they're going to hurt themselves or another. Right. And seeing people, you know, just recognizing, knowing them well enough to recognize that uh, she's not in a good place or he's not in a good mm, place. This yeah. is going to go too far. Right. And being able to like check them. Right. Because when you're by yourself,
0: yeah, You know,
1: there, who, and, and just in general, when we're by ourselves, who is there to check us?
0: Right. Right. No, nobody. And you're
1: just turned over <laughs> to your own thoughts, you right. know, like taking it outside of a specific situation into just a general scenario. Mm-hmm. When we isolate ourselves, who's, who's, who's there to check our thoughts?
3: Right. Right.
1: Who, who's there to encourage, to motivate, like to give us the contact. Yeah. You know, personal touch, words, um, just having another human being to look at to affirm
0: us. Yeah. And and it's so interesting because a lot of times I hear, even, even if we talk about faith, right. Mm -hmm. I hear people say things like, well, you know what? I I don't, I can, I can do this by myself. You know, I don't, I don't need to be in fellowship with other people. I can, I can do this by myself or, you know, in the workplace, you know, I, I don't need a team. I can do this by myself or even in sports, you know, we have those people who are like, "Hey, I don't need the team. Just give me the dog on ball. I can do it by myself." And and what I've seen though is people who have that mentality, they falter. They do. And 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 it's almost like they're crushed by the weight of their own I I, I don't even know the word, but it's like they they're, they're, they're it's the
1: crack in the foundation. Yeah. And they get sucked into it. Yeah. Life just crumbles. I mean, When you look at, if you believe in the creation story, Mm -hmm. the only reason that humanity even exists is because God wanted to be in relation. He wanted to be in fellowship and commune with another being created in his own image. He said, let us make man in our image. Correct. So not that God was lonely, but he saw the value in having... A connection, having a team, having a posse, having, right. you know, um, another being to commune with. Right. And so, I mean, the whole essence of the whole fabric of our being. Yeah. The whole reason for being mm-hmm. is for community.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting because, you know, one, one of the questions I, I was actually having a conversation with somebody um, earlier and, and I asked the question, I was like, who is in your circle? Mm-hmm. L- like, who are the people who are inside of your circle? You know, I've heard it said before that we are the sum total of, of the circle of people that we keep with us, right? Um, you know, to get more specific, they say if you take the five people that you spend the most time with, your life is the sum total of that.
1: Yeah, it's going to mirror that. It's
0: going to mirror that. Mm-hmm. And, and it's interesting because we really have to ask ourselves the question— Who's around us?
1: Or like Mr. Rogers would say, who are, who are the no, people
0: in your neighborhood? That wasn't him. Who that was said Sesame that?
1: Street, Right?
0: I don't know, but I know the song. In yeah. your neighborhood, in your neighborhood. Who, who are, are the, the people, people in your neighborhood?
1: They're, They're the people, people that, that you meet when you're walking down the street. street. They're the people, people that, that you meet. meet each day. See, I didn't know
0: all that, but...
1: I think that's what <laughs> it is. But, you know, like, who are those people? That's right. That's really critical. I know my mom would always, like, Tell me, you know, you are the company that you keep.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, you know, even just hanging around or being in someone's presence, uh, someone who isn't maybe of great character, yeah, can make people think, can leave an impression on other people.
3: I would agree. Other with that. people's
1: minds. And if you if you wanna if you have something you wanna achieve, you need to surround yourself with people who are or look like what you want to be, or are where you want to go.
0: Yeah, I, I heard. I heard it said, bad company corrupts good character. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So if 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 you are not around the right people, they can they can corrupt you very mm-hmm. quickly. I mean, we we can be easily, you know, um, persuaded to do things that are not in our character. Mm-hmm. So we got to make sure that we have those people around us who who are literally there. To lift us up, mm-hmm. to to boost us up, to to make certain that you know we're we're in the right place. You know, I know we we have a, a friend group, and uh, one mm-hmm. of one of our friends the other day posted um, this picture of like our feet. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, which, which was super super awesome. You know what I'm saying? Um, because I I didn't know that she was gonna post that.
1: I didn't even know she took the picture. I didn't either. Because we either. were so into uh, playing the game, yeah. with deep, deeper. Um, where we just you know it's a question and we just yeah. talk about deep things in life I had no idea
0: I, I, I didn't know she took the picture yeah. but you know the the interesting thing even even in that was we got a cool network of friends we got a cool small group you know yeah. and, and and I know like every week you know we're just you know con- connecting with them and, and and coming into fellowship and the interesting thing is and I think you said this you would never in a million years go, even if we had a lineup and said, hey, who, put, who, put who these, is their friend group? Put the group? friends yeah. together, yeah. You, you would never yeah. put, like, put draw the that friend to group together. Go together.
1: Yeah, You know what I mean? It wouldn't. And I think that's really like the beauty and the essence of it um, is that they are different because yeah. that's one of the things we value.
0: Absolutely. Is Absolutely. It's
1: differentness. Yeah. Um, but also the value added in that. Yes. And I think. That, you know, you and I are those kind of people where we want folks who are going to, like, challenge us. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's the beautiful thing about community. If you're really in it, mm-hmm. um, it challenges you. So community helps you to grow.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, and it also helps you to stay grounded.
3: Yeah. yeah. You know,
1: um, in, in your beliefs. Yeah. Um, and just be, you know, being present, not being, you know off somewhere, just lost yeah. in your own mind. Well, well but... you know, it,
0: it's so interesting because I know personally, when I've been around people who thought like me, looked like me, sounded like me, I mean... You're not really going to grow I'm anywhere, not, I, are you? Well, I, I wasn't growing at all because all I saw was me. How, however, it, it's so interesting because in this friend group, everybody's so different, mm-hmm. you know? And and one of the things that, that it's helped me to learn about myself, it's helped me to learn... What I really believe
1: mm-hmm. and
0: what I really stand on,
1: because man, we have some differing beliefs. We do, and you know, there's some times where there's conversations where, you know, I, I've really had to be like, hmm, you know, just challenge my beliefs.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I can say the same thing. I mean, it's like even you know last week we're, we're having a question um, you know around 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 faith and I, and I know some of them don't necessarily believe what I believe. Mm-hmm. but but you know the interesting thing that I've realized is you don't necessarily have to believe what I believe for me to respect you and you to respect me. Absolutely. N- now, the cool thing about that is I can still though stand on my belief. And, and even share yeah, what I you're believe. Yeah, are my friend. Right.
1: And you put yourself in this space and community and say, I'm open to that. Right. You know, and um, I know some feedback that I got was, um, you know, you're a reflection of what a Christian should be. Wow. And like literally, it, it wasn't exactly that word wording. It was a little bit deeper than that, but it made me v- Teary because yeah. that's what I want to be. I don't want to be the stereotypical reflection of the hypocritical church right. or the hypocritical Christian. Right. But to see to know that someone that I care about, yeah, um, sees me walking in a way that I want to be seen. Yes. yes. You know? Yes. Um, and the way that I try to um display yeah. my faith. Yeah. That was really that was really, really powerful. Yeah, but um, you know, connecting with people with that level of differentness—it's—it's it's just so much beauty. There is to that, um, and I feel like my life is so much fuller. Yeah, you know, and I, I talk to people all the time who isolate because of their mental illness, um, especially depression, mm-hmm. um, or you know, people who are in life circumstances who even though there may be someone or several someones mm-hmm. living in the home, but yet they're surrounded by people, but they're still all alone.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to be really intentional about connecting because it doesn't just, it doesn't, it just, doesn't happen just happen. No. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're one of those people who are saying, I don't, I don't have any friends, like what are you really doing? Or I don't have a community. I don't have a tribe. What are you doing yeah. to ensure that you have that? Because, again, going back, it's the essence of our being yeah. is to be in relationship. It's the, our only reason for being was to be in relationship.
0: Yeah. And, and and I love what you said. You know, what, what are you really doing mm-hmm. to, to find that connection? Because there's connection everywhere. I mean, again, you know, the place we hang out, you know, dur- during the, during the weekends many times, it's so eclectic. Uh-huh. There are so many different everything there. You know what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. If, and,
1: if if I had a picture of heaven, I would say that's probably yeah.
0: it. You know, what I'm saying? all these different people. That's probably all it. Lake. All yeah. the different people yeah. just all in one place together, mm-hmm. enjoying each other's company, celebrating each other, wanting to see each other win, and ultimately, I, I do believe that that's that's what God wants right Mm -hmm. that's the picture that he wants he wants to see all of his children yellow brown green and white
1: there you ever seen a green person I don't know they probably did
0: something like that whatever he wants all the people in the world together he loves the little children of the world we'll we'll talk later okay we'll talk later but but my, 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 my point though seriously though is that is that's the power of connection You know, I don't always have to be right. You know what I mean?
1: It it, it is the power of connection. But I also don't think that God wants us not to challenge each other.
0: Oh, yeah. I agree with that.
1: Um, And I think we get in these circles where we think we have community. Mm. But nobody challenges anybody. And we can see... Uh, a wrongdoing,
0: and you let um, it ride,
1: and we let it ride yeah. because we, we wear the same uniform, mm. we uh, go to the same Place. establishment,
3: yeah.
1: yeah. Um, so we let it ride. Mm. They're one of ours, so to speak, right? But um, we're we're supposed to be there for each other and for right. their growth and their prosperity, right? And I think you're doing a disservice if you're in community.
0: And, and you're not you don't
1: ever have conflict because right. conflict is not—that's not a bad thing. No, I tell people all the time: the right. only way a seed can grow is to put it in the dirt. It that's needs some right. conflict. Is not going to grow in that little paper bag that that's it right. comes in. That's right. That's why they put it in there. That's right. So um, our differing opinions or just discussing um, conversation, things of that nature—that's like the nourishment that's found in the soil.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um and we we have to we have to put soil on it. So right. we got to have a little conflict. And then we have to put water. Absolutely. A, and and nurture it. Um right. so that things can grow, so that people can grow.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well well again, it, it's it's the conflict that helps keep you grounded. Because in the conflict I, I know like, like and humble. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. well conflict and humble. I I like I like both of those, but that's where I'm really starting to process and think. You know what I'm saying? And be able to say, OK, I, I kind of see where this is going or or I see what I really believe or I see where where I really am. You know, you don't you don't you don't recognize that in places where there's there's no conflict.
1: And, and how can you know what you really believe if no one understands if nobody ever, ever challenged
0: you? It? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, you know, you're just going to take that because somebody said believe that. Right. As opposed to, like, really having a philosophical, intellectual, spiritual, all the above conversation yep. in depth right. with someone who may not see it exactly the way you do. Right. And then if you walk away from there still convinced, that's, man, that's beautiful and powerful.
0: Yeah. And, and, and I agree with you. And, and that's, that's why we continue to say, well, that's kind of what heaven is supposed to look like. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? All of us. Together. You know what I'm saying? Because at at, at the end of the day, when we can all get to the same place and and love each other in spite of each other, that's that's really a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. That's really a beautiful thing. You know, so the the question we want to really pose for you all today is what does your community look like? Mm -hmm. Who are the people who, who are around you? Who are those five people that you know we said earlier if you add up the the sum of the, the five people that you're around that equals your life who are those people who who you're around you know we want to know that
1: we literally we're sitting at the table with five other people you realize that
0: right I I, I didn't but yeah. in, until you said that I
1: mean because we're not the same person right yeah
0: well we are kind of like one but
1: we are one but we're not the but same we're person. not the same
0: person. Mm-hmm. We yeah. need to talk about that too. I mean,
1: because even in marriage, you have to embrace the differentness. Absolutely. Because it's it's beautiful, you know. Absolutely,
0: mm-hmm. absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So that was good.
1: Yeah, that was really good.
0: That was that was that was deep.
1: Mm-hmm. Very deep. Yeah. You know, every person really um, yearns for that connection and community. Yeah. It, it's it's an absolute necessity for well being. Yeah. And you know it is. Uh, scientifically connected to our physical well-being, mental well-being, spiritual well-being, um, it all boils down. Everything
0: comes down to connection. Really
1: comes down to relationship. Yeah,
3: yeah,
0: yeah. You know, it, it's it's interesting. I know even for myself, I didn't realize how much I needed connection like that. You know what I'm saying? Because I I know you were you you were you were in the crew hanging out before I even joined, but now, like I, I look forward to being even if we don't do anything, like a just a lot
1: of times we don't. We yeah, just, just kinda sit around and talk. Like, you know, we don't have a specific plan. We just want to be in each other's presence. Yeah. And that's really cool. You know, part of me is a little sad that it took me forty six years to get in that place. And and you know, the other sad part of it is I've been in church a lot of those forty six years. Yeah. And honestly, like I don't, I have I found community or connection with a few people, but never like really a group of people right. on that level. Right. Um, and it just happened so organically. Yeah. You know, um, and like I said, I'm, I'm overjoyed that I have it, yeah. right? but I'm also like, man, where has this been my yeah. whole life? Like, yeah. you know, I needed this. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So. Well, the, mm-hmm. the, the, be- the beautiful thing is, although you found it at 46, you got plenty of time yeah. to, to, to enjoy it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You got plenty of time to enjoy it.
1: Mm-hmm. I got, you know, probably another 60 plus years. So, <laughs> yeah. They're going to have to put up with me.
0: That's what I'm talking about.
1: Mm-hmm. And some of them are young, so they might, you know.
0: They're going to be around for a while, be too.
1: taking care of us.
0: <laughs> True indeed. True indeed.
1: They didn't sign up for all that, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean... This has been like a really, really engaging session, you know. And I, honestly, I'm loving when we can just come on here and just, you know, do Absolutely. do the little podcast. I, I don't know about y'all, but this this is kind of therapeutic. This kind of like a date night for us too. Yeah,
1: I mean, this is what we do. So yeah. we're just letting you all into our space. Yeah, um, the kind of conversation and connection that we have, um, and we hope that this conversation yeah. will incu- uh, encourage you to have the connection or seek meaningful connection that you need in your life and I guarantee I guarantee
3: <laughs> that
1: you will you'll feel better
3: yeah.
1: um, in every aspect of your being when you intentionally make those connections. so but uh, this next segment y'all what do I always say
0: buckle up buckle up go yeah.
1: from the right because you ain't driving
0: yeah you gotta bring bring, bring it from bring the it right. Down. Buckle up, buckle on up. up. Buckle on up. Here we go, y'all. Get ready, y'all. Every week we sit down with authors, creatives, entrepreneurs, simply people you need to know to have what we call a guest mastermind. Now. During these guest masterminds, you are going to hear some truly remarkable stories from some really, really awesome people. We talk about how they got to where they are, and we'll learn some tips, some tools, some strategies that we can all apply to help us to live our best lives. Now, Today's guest, well, she has a pretty remarkable story. Latasha Martin is the CEO and founder of Von Twice Solutions, a company with a mission to partner with clients to create transformational, organizational, and human capital strategies to provide a framework for structured. Business growth. Latasha has over twenty years of experience across several different platforms, anything from leadership development to strategic planning, career navigation, learning and performance. Listen, Latasha has done it all. In addition to that, Von Swai has been named as one of the fastest growing businesses by Business First Magazine and Women's Business of the Month by KeyBank. Latasha has done many amazing things, but one thing she loves doing is helping relatively. Amazing people just like you to get clarity. So sit back, take a look at our interview with our friend Latasha Martin. So before we even jump into anything, how would you introduce yourself? Just like introduce yourself for the people here.
2: Okay, no problem. My name is Latasha Martin, and I would say that I am a coach that helps people who are solopreneurs or you are a worker and and I'm not going to call you a side hustler. I'm going to say maybe you're an entrepreneur, and your desire is to do business with businesses that have more than 50 employees and work a profitable business, whether it's as a solopreneur or as a, um, we'll say a dualpreneur, <laughs> that's what we'll call it. So that's what I do is I help people that way um, by helping them have that strong foundation.
0: And, and you know, one thing, Latasha, that, um, you know, I, I know we've talked before um, but one of the things that we've talked about is how there are a lot of people out there who are um, now getting into this um, entrepreneurial space. Um, they're becoming coaches or becoming consultants. And, you know, let, let's just keep it real. Sometimes they have never done what they say that they have done. However, you have. Um, can, share with the people just a little bit about about your background, because I know uh, many people may not even know the extensive background that you have. So share with the people your background.
2: Okay, well, no problem. Well, what I like to share with people is that um, this is my third time, no, my second time being in business full-time for myself. So I'm on the round of doing it for seven and a half years. And the reason that it's different this time is within those seven and a half years, year after year, even through the things that have happened, um, I've been running a profitable business. And in that space, I've worked with companies that were $80 billion companies down to a startup solopreneur that's just got a concept and an idea. But the process that I've used with these companies, whether they've been, again, these multi-billion dollar companies, and I can drop names and receipts. um, Some of the organizations I've worked with is General Motors, Sodexo, the University at Buffalo, um, those are some of some of the larger organizations that I've worked with down to medium-sized manufacturing companies like it was formerly jiffy tight now it's Otaker. Um, organizations that are nonprofit organizations but the nonprofit organizations that I've worked with have been either been small organizations that have been doing big things or larger nonprofit organizations that have multi-million dollar budgets and I share that with you because what I've recognized working with all of these different organizations is the framework and the blueprint, whether I'm a solopreneur right now, I have a couple of part-time employees, or I've had times where I've had three full-time employees in, in, including myself um, with that process. It's just being clear about what kind of business do you want to run? What kind of customers do you enjoy working with? And then what is the a smart way where you have win-win solutions for both you and your customers? So that's a little bit about my background.
0: So, so one of the things that I'm hearing is uh, you do this thing for real, right? You, you're, you're not an imposter. You do this for real. You work with the big businesses. You're not just that person out there. As my friend uh, would say, uh, my friend, I got a friend, his name is Carl and everybody he sees on TV or everybody he sees on the internet. He's like, scam, scam, they're a scammer. And, but you are not that you, 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 you do this thing for real. And, and I, I just want to be clear with that. What is your degree in? Cause I know you got a degree. What What's your degree? in?
2: <laughs> so my first degree is an engineer. So I worked as an engineer for a manufacturing company and this is why we, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. An engine, you like you're, you're a real engineer. Like, like a for real, for real engineer. Michael for real, for real, oh went to engineering God. school. And I did that for seven years working for General Motors. And this is why I say we don't burn bridges and we have strong LinkedIn profiles because when I left my job the last time, they reached out to me and I left there in 2002 and they reached out to me as one of my first customers when they saw me doing stuff on my own. So that was one of my contracts Uh when I went on my own this time. Um, My second degree is in organizational development and communications Um, And I did that so that I could be effective when it came to people strategies. So I actually have the benefit of using both sides of my brain. But in addition to that, because I'm a process nerd, um, I'm also a Lean Six Sigma black belt. And then I'm certified in some behavioral assessments like DISC and MBTI, Mm -hmm. um, Change Style Indicator. Those are some of the things, the tools that I use um, when I'm working Mm -hmm. with my clients. So I'm not just coming up with these ambiguous concepts. I use real business principles and and processes and I am actually certified in all the things that I actually work with my clients. And I'm not just kind of. And I do want to say a sidebar here. When I went into business the first time on my Mm -hmm. own, I didn't have those credentials. And so I felt bad and I really feel like some of the people that are out in this space and in these streets, they're where I was. 20 years ago. And what I mean by that is I was familiar with DISC, but I wasn't certified and I wasn't an authorized partner where I could sell that to clients. So I would have to like make chef things, but I couldn't offer premium prices because if I was being real, real honest, I was almost selling counterfeit solutions, meaning that I wasn't certified and I wasn't, when you Google and you go into those systems and say, who's a local vendor, my company didn't pop up. And this time in, in my process in that, when I went back into the workforce, I recognized there were some deficiencies and gaps. And so my last employer actually paid for many of the certifications that I could use once I left. So if Lots I was working stuff. with someone who had a job, I would say, how do you not just say that they're um, benefiting my education, but what skills and competencies and certifications and licenses can I get where they're not on my dime? I'm not doing it for manipulative reasons. I did it so I could right. help that organization. But then when I left that organization, I could use those skills and transform them out now in a business world. So now as a business owner, I'm not a fraud in company counterfeit. I'm
0: the real deal. I love it. And 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 you definitely are the real deal. I know you're the real deal, because, uh, again, I will just say this to the audience she's not just a friend, you know what I mean? Like, like I actually use her services and, and she has been one of my personal coaches to help, to help take me from, you know, a, a snotty nose, nobody to where I didn't even know what I was doing to where I'm super clear in, in vision and purpose and in direction. And I, I think that's the big thing. And that, that's the one thing that I personally believe separates those people who are, who are getting it. And those people who are struggling. Right. It's the it's the clarity piece. So. So, listen, we're going to come back to this because I know you're going to drop some bars and drop some nuggets for 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 our family. But, you know, one of the things that Carrie and I have been talking about on on the Relatively Unknown podcast is is community and the importance of having and surrounding yourselves Yourself with the right people, with the right type of people. Um, I I want to get your thoughts on that. Like like, can you do this in on an island by yourself, or is it important to have a community of people, um, who will help you and support you? Like like, what are your thoughts on that?
2: Well, the research supports that you are the sum average of the five people that you spend the most time with, and so if you don't have business buddies community and accountability, then that means you're pressing into family and friends. And unfortunately for most of us, our family and friends are not where we aspire to be. So unless you have a rich uncle, and even if you do, or rich aunt, Even if you have them, they're probably in a different space and place than where you are. So I would say that successful entrepreneurs, especially those solopreneurs or those freelance or in this free gig economy, um, I would say you want to invest in that community and accountability. And I know that you have a great community um, that I am a part of, but I think that's critical for success. Because as you're trying to figure it out, being an entrepreneur, it is hills and valleys, and it's probably more valleys than than the hilltops because you're either down there trying to figure some stuff out in the lab and you're trying to pull your way up. And as soon as you get to a place where you either peek and think, I got it, something takes you back. And so having that community and accountability is kind of like your refuge to be who you really are with no makeup, no just keeping it 100 with one another, but really pushing people to be where they aspire to be.
0: Was it always that way for you? Did you always have a community or, and if not, how how do you get that community? How do, how do you build it? What what did you do? I would say no, um,
2: especially when I was living life and I had a lot of responsibility. So I'm in a totally different season now as a, a mom, as a as a wife and as a as a mother of adult children versus where I was when I started. When I started, I had a baby in belly, baby in hand, baby in, in in a in a holder, right? Or at times it was like two babies walking. So I had a big responsibility with motherhood. I had a big responsibility with my my husband. And when I was in business my first time, I was just drowning. Like right now I can't even drink caffeinated things because I drank so much I didn't realize because I didn't grow up with entrepreneurs around me to know that Mm -hmm. the most successful had a tribe I didn't even get that even in different Mm. parts of your life I didn't realize that to be the best mom you needed other moms to kind of pour into you to help you get to where you needed to go or as a business owner so no I didn't have that and I would say the way I recognized it was um I went through a a leadership program here in Buffalo. I went through two of them actually. And the second one that I went through, um, I want to say I wasn't qualified. I don't even know how I made it to the room because these people were running or overseeing multi-million dollar companies, right? So they'd be having conversations and I'd be like, I don't even know what you're talking about. I'm just trying to keep it at, you know, a quarter of a mil. Like that's me. I'm good right there. And so, um, but what The best thing in that program, and I just met with someone I went through it with, was meeting with people who were further along than me but they still Mm -hmm. were right there with me, right? So it probably doesn't make sense, but they were further along than where I was. And it gave me an opportunity to have a different type of conversation. Once that sparked, I realized that, you know what? Maybe I have that for business, but then I need other communities. So like for even being a wife, like I recognized, okay, Mm -hmm. I had a a, a tribe and I didn't realize I had it. So it's a few Mm -hmm. women who have been married longer than I have. And I really mm-hmm. pressed into them to say, mm, I'm struggling with this wife issue and I can have it there. So I started to recognize and value community from that group with business, but then I didn't even realize that I had it in other places. So because it wasn't formalized, I had informal tribes and communities that I was in and they've always been really small. Um, but again, when I realized that business one, I realized I can be in bigger communities and then just find my little subcategory. So for me, it started being, well, where season am I in and where are the deficits or where are places where I can contribute as well as when for myself? Yeah. And that didn't happen until I want to say the last couple of years, because up until that point, okay. I was always an outlier. Um, I was the... Mm. I was in business, what most people strive to in the groups that I was in, and that wasn't helping me get to the next level. It wasn't until I started hanging out with people who were further along that helped me to understand that when you're in community, it needs to be a a mixture of some that are better, like further on, and then some who are not. So then that way you feel like you're giving and taking, not just in a place where you're giving or just receiving.
0: That's good. You know, one of the things you said earlier, you said you are the sum total of the people that you surround yourself with, right? And and now you're talking about kind of being in this uh what I would refer to as more of a a push up pull up type community where there's some people in front of you and they're kind of pulling you up while you're literally pulling some other people up, but but that that creates this reciprocal environment to where you feel valued. And feeling right. valued in your place is is that that's a huge thing, you know, to know that I may not be where I want to be, but you know what? But I'm valued in the place that I am. That That's a huge, huge thing. So thinking about what you do just from a business perspective, and, and I, I know with Relatively Unknown, you know, our target group, the people who we speak to, they're really, really awesome people. They're up and coming. So and they're really trying to make that transition from, you know, where they are to to where they can catapult into where they see themselves from a vision standpoint, if you could give that person, you know, some words of wisdom or some some things that they need to to just keep an eye out for, what would you tell that person, that up and coming person?
2: Yeah, what I would tell them is definitely make sure that you financially invest in something that can help you be better. And let me tell you why I say that. Because if you don't have real skin in the game, meaning your pocketbook, you're only going to go so far because there's all these wish-wash groups, but there's no true accountability. And I mean, when I say invest in that, it should be a, a painful investment so that you are have a mindset to say, like, this is important to me because I think there's like a, some kind of analogy or something that says, if you want to see what's important to somebody, look at their checkbook. And I think Let that's one thing, yep. to invest in that accountability. The second thing I would say is, and I know this sounds very cliche, but focus mm-hmm. on your stuff. Like, even when you're in these groups, recognize that your season is different than somebody else's season. So stay in your space and, and and make your celebrations that are authentic celebrations for you. Acknowledge that. Like, don't poo-poo and downplay like what success looks like for you today, right? So today, me and my son did a class together. To some people, it might not have been a big deal, but for him, that was his first paid gig. We're gonna celebrate that. And to somebody else, because it wasn't a $8,000 check, it might have been smaller than that. To him, I don't care if it was $2.55. It was a paid opportunity, which was different. Like you have now hit the point that some people don't get to for years in their business. So I would say mm-hmm. the one thing is invest in that support. Number two, celebrate who you are. And then number three, remain Eager to learn and be curious. Never get to the place where you feel like I am. I'm, I'm accomplished and I don't need to learn anything. You can learn something from anybody and everybody if you're open to just say I'm going into today with anticipation to 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 be open and to learn. And then the last piece is is that when I say stay humble, it's a place of gratitude and gratefulness. Don't take for granted that um that anything. Just be grateful. Just be in a space of gratefulness. So those were the four things that I would say. Pay for that connection. Number two, mm-hmm. make sure that you, again, are are coachable and learning. And, and then number mm-hmm. three, you see, I'm going to lose my train of thought. Along, I've been talking all day. <laughs> Celebrate and then stay in your lane. So those are the four things that I would say are really critical um, to like the progression of what it is that you're trying to do.
0: You know, th- there are a lot of people, um, especially, you know, family people. Cause again, family is, is extremely important too. I, I know it's important to you. It's important to us as well. How, how do you, how do you balance? You know, I, I know you're, you're a momager uh, with your son and <laughs> how do you balance that? You know, being be, being a momager, being a, being a woman, entrepreneur in business, being, being a wife, uh, like how, how do how do you find time to do all that? I don't think balance is a real thing.
2: I think it's um, intentions and prioritization. And so one of the exercises that I I use with my clients is I say, you know, what is your value ladder look like? And then what season are you in? And then for me, I just did a live on this last night. I deleted it because it was just like, off, off off brand, but. Um, I literally say that anything that's important to you, A, you invested in it, and two, it makes it to your calendar as a priority. So I don't think that it is about a thing of um, balance. I think it's intention and it's focusing on the things that are important. So that's the way that I would suggest that.
0: I love it. And and I I know you got to go, but listen – how can, how can our people get in contact with you? Because I, I know you got some, some valuable nuggets. I know you got some Like You got, you got something coming up. So how, how can our people get in contact with you?
2: See, this is the thing. And I know I'm like the worst interviewee when I say that. um, There are many ways to get in touch with me, but this is what I would say. Um, Since I'm connected to your community, they can get connected to me mm-hmm. if they connected to you. How about that? So what I would say is, okay. is that you join the runway and then you'll have access to me. Um, that's the way I suggest it. On, and I feel on. like you I, I need
1: to do one of those. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's yeah. the way I it is. Because I honor the space where I'm at. So I would say to connect to me is to connect to you. That's what I would say. That's and honestly, that's, that's, that's the way
0: it should be right there. <laughs> Well, listen, I, and, and I will just reiterate that if you have not already joined the runway, please make sure you join the runway. It is an amazing community made just for you. It is what we call a three-way community: I share, you share, we share, and when we all share, we can take off together. The link is in the bio. By the way, just shameless plug. Thank you very much, Latasha Martin. I appreciate it. Last words. Last words. What, what would you say? Any, any any
2: last words that you want to share with the people? Um, my my last word is um, be grateful be blessed and just be the best version of what you were created to be. That's what I would say.
0: <laughs> and everybody. This is my friend, Latosh Martin Von Solutions, the, 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 the master, the, the <laughs> business guru herself. This is her. y'all. I'm telling you, I'm telling you what I know. I'm telling you what I know. If, if you need to know about business, you need to get yourself clear. You need to go see Latosh Martin and you can find her through the runway. By the way, you can <laughs> find her through the <laughs> runway. Well, LaTosh, yeah. we, we appreciate you coming in today. Thank you so much. Well, thanks for listening to the Relatively Unknown Podcast. We hope that you have enjoyed this episode's conversation, as well as our guest mastermind and all the tips, tricks, and gems that have been laid down for you. If you want to see how these tips and tricks can be applied in the real world, I would just say consider joining us in The Runway. It's a free community but it can absolutely change your life. The link is in the description below. Now make sure you tune in next week because we have an absolutely crazy story to share during our guest mastermind. Next week, We'll share with you an entrepreneur who used his faith to absolutely explode his business. If you've ever felt stuck, I promise, this is a segment you want to tune into. And if you enjoyed the segment and you want to help support the podcast, please share it with others. Post about it on your social media or leave a rating, a comment, or a review. And to catch all the latest from us, you can follow me on Instagram at Edge. You can follow Carrie at Cherry Edge or follow the podcast at Relatively Unknown. All links will be in the description below. And don't you forget, I share, you share, we share, and we can take off together. We'll see you next week.